Thank you for tuning in to The Truth with Trinity, and I am your host, Trinity, and if this is your first time tuning into the podcast, I'd like to send you a warm welcome. Here I talk about issues that happen within the Black community, hopefully for some resolution or at least some food for thought to go about your daily way. So without further ado, I'd like to jump into this episode's topic, which is, did Black men play Black women? So did they did they fail black women as a whole? And before I get started, I'm going to make a small disclaimer. This does not apply to every black man. There are some good black men out there and um, there are some black women. Black, there are some black women who have never been hurt uh, by black men. So um, this does not apply to everyone. Um, but, you know, there is a problem within our community and our race of people uh, with this issue, you know, because um, I find that um, there's a lot of black men. Not all, but a lot of them, they're, they're seeming to talk about uh, black women being hurt. They're being angry. You know, they're coming out in these last uh, 20 years, uh, more, more than so, you know, for, for a race of women that has never interracially dated, really. And, and so now there's so many of them. And now they're expressing their distaste in uh, black men. And they're coming out and they're coming across as bitter, upset. And um, I think... And, and I'm not sure if this is just me. Maybe you can, you know, answer. But are black men playing black women? And I say this because, you know, uh, you know, now we see where black women are, you know. But has the black man forgotten how loyal uh, the black woman once was? How the black woman did stick around to raise the children when he was gone, his mind was messed up, you know, the white man on his back. So he, you know, likes to talk about and, you know, just not being able to get this job being discriminated against, you know, all the things that black men have faced in this world and how they came home and put it on the black woman's plate to deal with. Okay. And we still loved black men after all those years, you know, and I know a lot of black men back in the fifties, you know, um, can definitely, you know, attest to, you know, um, a lot of black women being loyal, uh, and, and how, you know, is it safe to say that a lot of black women are burnt out and, there's a lot of uh, black men that, you know, they mention the feminist movement, you know, so this is a movement where, you know, white women who were primp, pampered, you know, well taken care of by their white prominent husbands being beat, abused, raped, the children being abused and being able to have some type of system, you know, to where they could branch off and live independently so that they wouldn't have to depend on a man. And, you know, a lot of black men will say, you know, black women had no business uh, being a part of that and how black women were just used for numbers. And I definitely agree with black men, but maybe for a different reason, because the black woman for, for the most part was never primped and pampered. You know, she might have could relate to the abuse part, you know, especially when it came to some of our disgruntled and, and maybe psychologically damaged black men. Okay. So she can definitely agree with the rape, rape part. Um, but, but the primped and pampered and, you know, the black man just taking care of home, you know, yeah, you're right. The black woman had no business being a part of that because that definitely has never been a majority of black women's lives. Okay. So, um, and also, um, when we talk about the feminist movement, um, I challenge the black man because, you know, there are some black women and I believe a lot of black women don't want to take, um, authority from a man because they're afraid to, because they seen in the past where it has, I think has left them, um, in a bad position. Some black women and some black women, maybe they just have a spirit of usurping male authority. They don't care for it. Okay. So there is that part. And, and with anything, 
that was maybe used for good, it can be used for bad too and exploited. So um, you do have, you know, those black women that they just don't want to do what a man tells them to do, right? Or they just don't like black men, period. But I challenge black men, is some of that being used though by some black men, okay, to, to sweep underneath the rug the abuses suffered by black men? that black women have went through. So some black men are saying, hey, the feminist movement messed up the family, but is the black man um, sweeping his part a share of damage to black women underneath the rug to say, oh, it's just feminist, strong-headed black women just wanting to be strong out of nowhere though. You know, so, you know, I think that's being mixed up um, in the bunch, okay? And um, I believe that many black men, they argue that today's black woman um, you know, they're stating that the feminist agenda has ruined a lot of black women and thus forth ruined a lot of black families. Okay. But all due respect, black man, um, if the black man was completely honest with himself, he would come to grips that the issues that currently plague black women and the black household have been in existence way before the feminist movement was ever born. So way before the first American woman burnt her bra in the streets, you know, in a, in a, in a march against men. I, I, I think if black men were totally honest with themselves, so we have to separate like, you know, our issues and, and as black people, what white people have in their white households. Okay. Black men need to be honest with themselves that this has been an issue, you know, with the black woman, you know, feeling like she's had to be strong and had to be manly and had to handle all the bills and, and, and the household things and go out here and do these things and protect herself because she felt that there was no man that cared enough about her to respect her, to protect her. These issues have been uh, in effect way before the feminist movement. Okay. Which leads me to suspect that the majority of black men, Okay, not all, but majority of black men don't want to admit or acknowledge their part or may feel more comfortable placing all blame on black women because for the black man to be held accountable would also mean that he would have to change his ways, especially on how he handles black women. Okay, so I think, you know, a lot of uh, black men would rather just say, oh, black women are this and black women are angry and they're, they're this and that because, you know, this would take the blame off of some of their misdealings with black women. Like, why is the black woman angry? Why does the black woman act out? Um, and maybe it's because she feels like there's no black man that's going to hear what she has to say. They don't care. Um, you know, um, so therefore you have a lot of black women who are, who are acting cold hearted, um, to black, uh, to black men. And I think the, like I said, the, the generational effect of black women and hating and black women and black men just hating each other, the cycle just continues, you know, if we don't try to understand each other, but I do think it's a little unfair though, for, um, you know, black men to, to just place the whole brunt and just say black women are angry for no reason and they don't know why. Okay. Yet. I would like to talk about a few ways that black women have felt that black men have dropped the ball or have played them, you know? Um, number one, I think um, black men not being financially responsible, okay? I think there's a fine line between an unrealistic black woman who just wants millions of dollars every month versus um, black men, some black men feeling like they didn't have to work and them abusing this independent woman, um, 
type of um, situation or I believe a lot of black men have abused the situation, um, especially back in the 80s, you know, um, and that would be like the era that I grew up in. A lot of the black men saying, hey, I couldn't find a job versus could is it that you couldn't find a job or you just didn't like the job that was given to you? You know, and when you have a family to feed and you have children to feed, I think, um, you know, that's a different ballgame. I think a lot of black men, especially back in that era, you know, they, they, they uh, took advantage of that. You know, they knew that, you know, a lot of black women were, were loyal um, in, in that era. And they knew that, you know, some of them felt like they could have stayed at home um, and uh, they didn't work. OK, and many black women found themselves handling all the bills. OK, black women are feeling frustrated. Okay, yet many black women have been carrying the load for so long, okay, that um, this is all, some of them, it's all they've ever seen, that, and this is all they've ever seen their mothers do, okay, and they, and some of, and for some black women, it's the only thing they know, okay, meanwhile, there is a high percentage of black men who live within these homes unemployed, okay, either because they lack the skills or education, they don't like to commit to a job, they won't or can't follow directions long enough to get paid, okay? So, you know, when we talk about the skills and education, you know, we need more black men, like I said before, that are willing to go out here and, and, and get an education, finish high school, go off to college. If college isn't your thing, get a skill or a trade that you can stick stick to, okay? So it, it's not leaving black people, it's not leaving black women um, to where they're paying all the bills and they're feeling like they can't have any respect for you in the home because it's hard to outside the bedroom because they're, because some black men aren't offering um, anything other than that. Um, and some black men, I think, uh, feel like they're entitled to a higher position than um, what they went to school for. Um, you know, and I, and I know everyone wants to start off at the top. You know, especially if your parents are not wealthy, you're going to have to start off cutting onions, so to speak, quote unquote. OK. And like I said, if college isn't your thing, maybe entrepreneurship, owning your own business, but some type of plan um, needs to be in place. And um, when we talk about not being financially responsible, too, I, I find that the most dominant men, you know, especially when we talk about black men, all due respect, but it's the ones that don't have a job. And, um, you know, or they're not really, you know, where they should be. There's the, they're the ones that are usually the most physically aggressive and abusive and, uh, sexually abusive, I guess, because they, they don't, they don't have, they have never made anything, you know, happen with their lives. And, you know, um, to continue, many black men have, um, have, have, have physically assaulted a lot of black girls and women, you know, and I know a lot of black men will, you know, like to discuss about, you know, the history of white men raping, um, you know, raping black women and little girls, especially when it comes to a black woman that, you know, has chosen to interracially date. And, you know, there's always that group of black men that'll bring up about white men raping, um, you know, black women. But, you know, I would definitely like to challenge the black man, you know, I know that that is true, that that does hold a lot of merit. But I challenge the black man before he continues to talk about, you know, white men raping uh, black women, you know, and for it to hold more merit of concern that he's concerned that he's more concerned about his own brethren damaging the black women in the community. And then so many black women growing up hurt and angry and confused at their image of black men turning around to abuse black men when they grow up and abusing their black sons. 
Okay, so so it to breed more abuse within our community. So I'm challenging black men to feel more concerned about when other black men in their neighborhoods are damaging other black little girls and women. Okay, uh, the generation before this one, uh, black females suffered a great deal of physical trauma at the hands of black men, you know, and because, you know, a lot of black men are saying, you know, these black women are growing up now. They're angry. They're 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 naked. They're loose. They'll have sex with 10 men, you know, and it's like, why is this? You know, why? Why? And I'm not blaming a hundred percent of it on black men because you know every human being has the right even if they are done wrong to to choose their own path in life but i think it's quite disturbing though to see so many black men you know act so shocked and amazed as if they didn't grow up with some of the fathers that left their mothers behind to struggle and that these same black men didn't see the psychological and damaging effects that it had on their mothers their aunts their sisters at the hands of their fathers and uncles Okay, um, and I think it's tough too because you know you hear black men saying that they want to be lead, they want to be head, um, they want they want uh, black women to um, that that black women have some type of problem with authority. But if a black man is claiming that he's the general, he's claiming he's the admiral, you know, the captain, uh, capiche, capitan, then the ca captain knows that the team reflects leadership. Okay, so I think the black man will start to get somewhere if he really just takes um, accountability for the condition of, of black women. You know, that this is not just all black women being crazy for no reason. Okay, um, also, um, it's left many black females, okay, feeling the need to defend themselves from black men, okay, like an enemy, you know, out of being physically assaulted. Okay, by brothers and fathers and everything, because not every brother or father in the black community has been that loving. Okay, so the black man's talking now in 2021 about being physically assaulted by black women. Okay, about the hatred that black women are showing. But like I said, back in the 70s and 80s, okay, and even now, how the black woman does feel a need to be so aggressive and so macho because she's had a long history of black men turning their head because they have had hatred feeling hate uh they've had feelings of hatred toward black women so they've let black women be assaulted at times okay or or they've done the assaulting themselves and, and, and black men can't just keep saying it's because black women keep choosing the wrong man because some of the experiences that the african-american woman has went through was well before she ever had her first male experience we're talking about at four years old we're talking about at five and six and 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 and, and, and the adolescent ages with the males that surround her that are supposed to be the most closest to her doing the damaging well before she goes out there to choose any wrong man you know and i'm asking the black man to be a little honest about that Okay, and how it leaves emotional scars and confusion and hatred. And, you know, I think that's a, a big thing, too, because, you know, it's a lot of PTSD going on, you know. And, you know, when, you know, the the males that the black woman is growing up with, of course, resemble other black males. Okay, so these are her fathers, her uncles. And, and when she's damaged and she's raped and she's abused and she's told to shut up about it, you know, and black men like to talk about, or men, period, regardless of color, say, you know, when when men go through pain, they're told to be quiet about it. OK, but the, so has the black woman, though. The black woman has went through a lot of pain and she's told to shut up about it, just like a man and to deal with it and to keep going on. OK, and then, you know, black men are saying, why are black women so feminine and upset and masculine, you know? Um, and, and like I said, you know, so so we've got the black man in the house abusing the black woman. And so when she goes out and she starts to date. 
she has this, uh, like I said, this trauma already that, you know, she's, she's, she's trying to date this one guy and not that he looks like her father or something, but this is black men. You know, this is a representation of black men that she grew up around. And, and this guy may not, not have anything to do with it. It might be a good guy, but the trauma, you know, and that's why I encourage the black man not to damage the women that you grow up with, because that's going to be another black man's problem. And that's why I said that the black man needs to unite too. Um, you know, if he doesn't want to have to pick from so many damaged women, you know, cause you might not have to deal with the damages that you put on that black woman, but another black man is going to have to come along. And so will you, another black woman that you deal with that another black man left behind. Let me continue. Um, leaving all the parenting skills and parenting load on black women. You know, I've talked about this in other episodes, but I think this is where the black man has played the black woman. You know, she's, he's talking about, you know, a lot of black men are talking about how horrible of a mother that the black woman is. Okay. And then you have America, of course, that wants to chime in and hide their ill practices that they practice in their homes and they want to push this all on black women okay that black women are just such horrible mothers and that they don't want to be mothers now and that they would rather party okay than be mothers and that and the failing rate um educational wise of our children okay and the black man's acting like oh my goodness right but the black man has forgotten once again the long legacy that the black woman has had and taking care of the children while he was long gone. Like I said, whether his mind was psychologically messed up on crack, heroin, you know, we went through that era. Even on crack, the black woman still was there, you know, until she couldn't be there anymore. Okay. Um, you know, and, and, and even if it doesn't have anything to do with drugs, you know, just the fact that the black woman has been there. And now we have in the last 30 to 40 years, the burnout of the black woman. Okay. The black woman saying, Hey, I'm, I'm tired of wasting my 20 years of youth. Uh, on a man because, um, you know, not every black woman did just get pregnant by a black man for a check for child support. And I think the black man needs to be honest with himself that no, not every black woman did just get pregnant for no reason that, that there has been a lot of uh, dishonest black men, you know, um, a lot of black men will say that, oh, black women love to choose a thug. They love to choose the wrong man. Well, you know what? Some of that is true, you know, as black women, we can make better choices. But the black woman is in between a rock and a hard place. And I challenge the black man to critically think about what I'm about to say. If black people make up 13% of the population, and there's about over a little over 300 million people in America. Okay, so if you take about 10%, okay, of 300 million, that's what, 30 million? So let's just say there's 33 million black people. And there's 11 women to one man. And a lot of our men are incarcerated. So out of that 13%, what, about four or five, maybe percent are, are black men? So you mean to tell me the other eight to nine percent or seven, I would say anywhere from seven to nine percent of black women are all just zoning in on the wrong black men. No, what that says to me is of that small percentage of the population of black men, that black women don't have very much to choose from when it comes to the quality of black men. That's what it says to me, all due respect and all due honesty, okay? And then you have a lot of black men making fun of, mocking the black women that haven't made the mistake yet of choosing the wrong man, or maybe have learned from their mistake and choosing to close her legs. The rock in the hard place is now she's being called uh, bitter. She doesn't want to give a man a chance. She's going to die alone, 
okay? Just because she doesn't want to continue to make the same mistakes, okay? And then she's left to be single. I mean, some black women are okay with that because they don't know who to choose, okay? Even the black men that do have good jobs and stuff, some of them have chips on their shoulders. So the black man is complaining that black women are bitter and everything, but, but, but it's least likely to be discussed the chip that black men, a lot of black men have had on their shoulders about black women. Okay. Um, majority of black men will say it's because black women have become too modernized and independent, uh, when it comes to parenting and mothering. When this has been an epidemic within the black community for well over 70 years now, well over, you know, um, uh, black women, you know, being single parents, okay? Um, and, and, and how, you know, a lot of black men, like I said, are acting shocked, like, you know, what's going on with black women, you know, but black women are burnt out. You know, the average black woman is burnt out, you know, like I said, from working all those hours, you know, and I'm not talking about the black woman that you slept with that used you for a check. Or the black girl that slept with a guy for, for dope and money. I'm talking about the honest, loyal black woman. She's overlooked. Okay? And she's put with all the other uh, women. You know? And I think the black man has forgotten. And there are still some good black women out there. Okay? And, and we talking about the modernized black woman. Well, a lot of black women have had to get their education. You know, a lot of black men are saying that um, black women are, you know, being educated and they, they don't have time for their man. They don't have time to take care of the kids. You know, when, when the black woman has to step in that male position to work all those hours, there's going to be some neglect on the children. You know, um, unfortunately, I, I don't know if that's by design systemically, but that's what happens. You know, when the black woman is the only primary caregiver and financial breadwinner, she has to work all these hours to overcompensate for it being a single family home, okay? And it's not necessarily about the black woman being too modernized in some situations. It's the fact that this is all the black woman has left um, to be able to survive. Number four, black men taking the approach that uh, they can go play in the streets because they know and always believed a black woman would be the serious one in the household and handle all the bills and basically all the things generally men were in charge over okay and um you know that's a big one you know i don't know if this is a part of the willie lynch thing where black women were taught to be serious and you know for abuse and working all hard and black men were you know they were captured but they were allowed to go out in the slave pens and get massive women pregnant and and run out so that was the only time he was free you know so he was he was wild when we when he got out that cage to be able to you know mate and stuff but it kind of represents now you know a lot of uh, black men because they're growing up in these predominantly female homes you know, so they've already got this preconceived notion that all they've got to do is smile around the house and that's it, you know, and that they don't have to go to college. Meanwhile, yes, a lot of black women are single mothers and that's why they're striving to go to school at such a higher rate because, you know, if you got four or five kids or two kids or whatever, you're going to have to make a higher pay. So they're going to have to educate themselves, you know. Meanwhile, the black man is not feeling like he's obligated to stay in one household. So he's not feeling compelled. Uh, to go to college as much, you know, and I challenged the black man to change that about himself, you know, um, also number five, how some black men have misused their authority, demanding a submissive woman, um, as an excuse to abuse the black woman with, uh, if you love me, you will let me do a, B and C. Okay. So what is that a, B and C? 
okay? Because a lot of black men have abused that uh, throughout the generations, you know? They're saying they wanted a, um, a submissive woman, which there's nothing wrong with that. But they've used it as an interchangeable word as being okay with accepting abuse, okay? Like, if you love me, you'll let me stay unemployed because the white man's keeping me down versus, hey, I, as a black man, I might not like the way this white man's talking to me on this job or I might not like picking potatoes or doing whatever I got to do on this baseline level job, but it's helping this black woman and it's helping feed my family and I want to be head over the house versus just saying it, you know, and I don't know if it was the Mac era or Sweetback Baby era where it was showing, you know, the black man, you know, having so many black women um, and using them sexually and, you know, them make the black woman making money through her sex for the black man while he was selling drugs. I don't know if that got into the black man's head or whatever the case is. Um, I'm, I'm just saying though, you know, um, a lot, a lot of raping and molesting the children, you know, um, and that's a big one, especially in the black community and the black women's had to be very silent about it. And that's what's caused a lot of aggression and mistrust and, um, and, um, violence toward black men, you know, um, you know, that's one of the things, you know, a lot of black men have uh, told black women too, like, if you love me, you know, you'll, you'll let me do this to the children too, you know, and that's part of being submissive and it's not. Okay, um, emotional battery, okay, physical battery. And I think, you know, when we talk about emotional battery, you know, a lot of black men are, are saying that, you know, black women are cheating on them now and stuff. But I, 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 and I, and I know that there's a problem with that, especially now, you know, with the black woman feeling like she can do whatever. But, you know, I think the black men also need to be honest, especially those that this applies to, if the shoe fits, wear it, you know, that. How about the serial cheating, you know, that a lot of black men have done on the black woman? Okay. And, and I don't think the black man does any more cheating than the average, you know, other race of man. But the difference is, though, and I think is the uh, other men knew how to bring their money home and make sure that the households were taken care of versus the black man feeling like, you know, um, him being with other women, which again, like I said, I don't condone. Um, I don't condone. Um, what's the word? Polygamy. I don't condone extramarital affairs at all. But um, just just saying, though, you know, did, did they turn the black woman out um, and, and then wonder why so many black women are the way they are? You know, so they've given the black woman the short end of the stick. You know, they've been with other women, wouldn't take care of their homes while they were out. Didn't I think a lot of black men have gotten confused who the wife and the whore was and the whore was and the wife was got it confused and then gets upset when now he finds out that through so much of the emotional battery that their woman skipped out on them. And I'm not saying this is the case for every relationship between black men and black women. There are some black women that will cheat no matter how faithful a man is, you know? So I'm not saying that, but I mean, I think you get my drift on where I'm, where I'm going at with this. Um, like I said, the psychological battery that the black woman has endured. And lastly, abandoning, um, the black woman. Um, number five, gaslighting the black woman. Okay, so instead of taking responsibility or accountability, black man, okay, many black men would rather just say that the majority of black women are just mad for no reason, yet denying the reason behind their justified anger. Many black men would rather call black women bitter without acknowledging the gross emotional and psychological damage dealt at the hands of the black man. Okay. Uh, number six, many black men have generously dished out sex yet become violent or abusive if the black woman demanded anything else other than 
just having sex. You know, I'll run your bath water. I'll massage your feet. I'll massage your back. I'll cook your dinner. What else? No, that's not good enough, you know? And I think a lot of black men have become abusive and violent if that's all they've had to offer, okay, without developing their self to have better skills to, to be able to offer a woman, okay? A lot of black men have just said that black women were just gold diggers, yet they had no gold to dig. Um, you know, a lot of black men um, have said that, you know, black women were unrealistic and all they were asking for is for a black man to be at the same level that they were at. Okay, the black woman has been accused of wanting a man with unrealistic standards or that she won't help a brother who has a dream out. Okay, so a lot of black men have said that like, oh, you know, black women, they don't want to help a, help a brother, you know. Yet when this doesn't work or she has been taken advantage of, she is called gullible. Okay, so the black woman that did help out, you know, a lot of black men will say, oh, you didn't know that? You know, so so for so on one hand, a lot of black men are saying, you know, black me, black women they want a man that makes two billion dollars when they're basically over exaggerating. And I think the black man is over exaggerated about that. When in reality, a black woman just wanted a man on her level when he walks in the door. So then, you know, black men are complaining on that aspect. But then, when that black woman did try to build that man or help him out, then you know, a lot of black men have mistreated and have dogged the black woman out for 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 helping him. So then she's called gullible or, oh, you didn't know he was like that or you didn't see that about him before you entered a relationship. And I think that leaves a lot of black women feeling apprehensive about helping um, black men out. And I think the black man, once again, needs not to forget how the black woman has held the black, excuse me, how the black woman has held the black woman down. Oh, that came out wrong again. How the black woman has held the black man down for so many generations, okay? Um, and um, lastly, um, the black man finding more fun in leisurely activities and street activities than getting his education or pursuing his own business. You know, that's another reason or another way I think black women have been played out the game, you know? Um, I don't know. I, like I said, I think things could change. I, like I said, I think there's problems on both sides, you know, but I wanted to speak for the black woman, um, not all black women, not all black women, but just, you know, some of the issues that, that I think black women are facing with black men, um, a, along with what, you know, black men feel like are their issues. And I think the only way we're going to get some places if we, you know, discuss these things like, you know, rational adults, you know, um, let me know what you think down in the comment section. If you are listening on YouTube, um, it's been a pleasure talking with you all. Um, this pretty much concludes this episode. Um, if you like what you heard or if you want to uh, pass it along to someone else who you feel like may find this interesting, um, you can hit the like button, the subscribe button, or the share button. Um, if you have any questions or suggestions, if you'd like to make a financial contribution, you can at thetruthwithtrinity.com. You can also listen to my podcast on YouTube, Spotify, and Anchor. And always remember, if you can't tell the truth with anyone else, you can with Trinity. Till next time, take care.